0: Today's sponsor is audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at www.audibletrial.com/sbfvgs Welcome to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 63. You're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Redding. Joining me is Mike, the Platinum Pagoda, Lopez. That's me.
2: I know what a pagoda <laughs> is, anyone, is. is.
1: Is anyone getting <laughs> sick of those uh, those alliterations yet?
0: <laughs> I Who could?
2: They, na- I don't they know. never could. Impossible.
0: Okay. That other man you're hearing is David Skinny Bones Tate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not yet. Not quite. I'm getting there. I'm working on it. Well, wearing a large t-shirt. You're skinny bones now. Yeah, I mean, well, large large implies not small still, so... <laughs> it's all <laughs> my perspective. Least,
0: but it is better than extra and extra extra, so... Oh, yeah,
1: sure. Yeah, it is. Uh, you there know, when you I started my weight loss journey, my extra large shirts were actually a little bit snug on me. They were starting to, like, feel, like, form-fitting. So the fact no. that I can wear a large and it's not form-fitting is actually pretty that's a pretty big deal
0: so yeah congrats Ooh, my my good skinny man
1: <laughs> not yet getting there come on let's not <laughs> oversell uh <laughs> the super best friends
0: video game sleepover podcast comes to you every fortnight with each of us coming to the table to discuss one
1: burning topic from the world of gaming but, but wait, first but what first, do you chance plan no but first you need a nickname and thank you for that oh. introduction adam sweet fella redding <laughs> because you're sweet to say and i'm skinny you
0: know that's that's what they always call me everywhere i go sweet fella. especially at work sweet sweet fella yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they love me there
1: oh sweet fella uh my computer needs fixing is that,
0: that yes, yes 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 so um yeah what are you playing guys
1: I just assumed David was going to go because he always goes first.
0: <laughs> I, I'd, say, I'd say Mike should
2: start. This I wanted, wanted to amazing. throw you guys uh, off. Yeah. I, I
1: really wanted to throw you guys off, so I think okay. I succeeded. You <laughs> just uh, sat there and
2: waited. Yeah, Pregnant pause. I've been playing uh, Dishonored 2, which is okay. a real good time. Awesome. Um, I'm a huge fan of the first Dishonored, so it's more Dishonored. It's It's much prettier. I mean, it's been several years uh since the first game came out um, should they
1: have called it dishonored Two? more dishonored more dishonored
2: that would probably be pretty pretty appropriate <laughs> even um, more dishonored <laughs> less honored than previously yeah so i'm only like two chapters in so i haven't gotten super far but i'm having a good time that's a good game um, yeah, that's sweet i've been playing a lot of not a hero which is one of our uh our free PlayStation Plus games that we got. Oh, that uh, explains why yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's <laughs> from from Roll Seven, uh, the guys that did. Uh, uh, oh gosh, I'm blinking now. Um, Ollie 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 Ollie, thank you so much. <laughs> Which is a phenomenal game. Um, so I'm really excited to see them transition from like a cool skateboarding game to a cool murder game.
0: Yeah. So here's here's the here's my problem though,
2: Mike. Yeah, yeah for sure.
0: Here's here's my problem with you know not a hero. They came out. Initially, they say, yeah, it's coming to PS4 and PC, of course, of course, of course, and Vita. Yeah, Yeah, why Mm -hmm. not? Mm -hmm. Yeah, coming to the Vita, for sure, (laughs) 100%. And then then they're like, well, (sighs) turns out, you know, that's a lot of work putting (laughs) it on another platform. Ugh, who's got the energy? Let's just do PS4 and PC. Yeah. You know? It is disappointing. Get used to that,
1: guys. That's probably going to become more and more common. You shut your mouth. I don't. <laughs> you shut your mouth on the Vita's fifth birthday. Uh-huh. How dare you? It's their birthday. Yeah. <laughs> They're over the hill. You know, it's, it, it might be time to put them That's out to the so pasture. so rude
2: i think um, probably but yeah it, it is uh it is a bummer that's not on vita because uh it, that, that's one of those games it would be a perfect fit for the vita yeah um, and that's one I, I
0: definitely want to play very soon but i and i would have already probably platinumed it had it been on vita that's platinum, I'm, I'm sorry
2: it, it, it tops out of the gold <laughs> i checked well i would i could have said i platinumed it well you've been a liar um anything <laughs> that's that's about it i've been i've been making a bit of a platinum run on uh rise of the tomb raider but I'm nice. not gonna I'm not rushing that one. I'm, I'm playing Dishonored 2. you gonna have a good time. I'll make my way back to uh, Rise of Tomb Raider and uh, we'll get that platinum eventually. Very cool. That's Everybody it for do. me.
1: Oh wow. Um, well, I have been playing. Uh, let me think here. Um, well, Overwatch obviously that goes without saying. I just I just am always playing Overwatch. Um, I've mm-hmm. also been playing. I picked up um, Civilization Six. There was a sale last weekend, or I guess it was two weekends ago, as of the time you're listening to this. Uh, about 20 bucks off and Civ six, if you're not familiar is a turn based strategy game where your goal is to take over the world, basically, uh, mm. with your civilization, you can that either do that very friendly. Well, you can do it militarily, which is actually, mm. I actually started a stream, uh, which I'll probably be continuing here and there of just like, and my goal is to dominate the world through military, you know, force uh which yeah. you know it's kind of depressing but you can also win at that <laughs> game through um you can also like have a cultural victory where you advance through all of the eras fast enough and then you go to space and you know you just you just influence the world with how great you are um uh, huh. and then so there's all kinds there's like the scientific victory i think what i just described was a scientific victory but then the cultural one would be more like you dominate the world through like you know the arts I, I'm not exactly hmm. sure how it all works because it kind of changes a little bit from um, Civilization game to Civilization game. Uh, but it's really fun. It's the pretty, nice little animations. The The world leaders are animated very nicely. Smooth, like emotive expressions. It's really fun. If That's you ever cool. have a, a chance to play... Actually, Mike, you just got yourself a, a new Surface, right?
2: Yeah, I, so, got, I got one of them Surface books.
1: So now you that might be able to book. actually run that game because... You know, a Civ game, it's not like super FPS intense. So Yeah, All so right. I just want
0: to make sure I want to yeah. make sure we're we're clear on this. So you had the option of, you know, using science or the or the, or art to to charm the world, but instead you opted for murder.
1: Well, okay, let me explain. <laughs> let me explain why. Yeah, I yeah, made the way decision. out of this one. Okay. So
2: <laughs> d- I mean you're gonna shoot your way to the game, but you're gonna talk your way out of this one, huh? Yeah.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing: um, in Civilization, uh, all of the leaders that you meet are based on real leaders throughout history. Um, oh. And I happen to run into a Roman emperor that happens to have, that happens to be right next to me, and they are predisposed to be militarily driven already.
2: Was it Caligula? So, because if so, watch out.
1: Uh, no, it's not him. I I'd have to look it up. Uh, and I guess this is the part of the um, episode where I
2: look something up on <laughs> Google. You Google <laughs> something? <laughs> We're already there. Oh man, I can that. Actually, so please yeah. do gu- Google Caligula. I, I'm very curious what images. No, no, pull I'm up. not
1: googling Caligula. I'm googling oh, the okay. Roman, <laughs> the Roman leader. It's uh, I don't know how you say his name. Tra, Tra- Trajan Trajan T R A J A N. Um, he was a soldier. And the emperor of Rome from uh, 98 AD until his death. Um, Anyway, he was a, he was, he's, hmm, I don't know. He, he takes Julius Caesar's words to heart though. Veni Vidi Vici though. So, so yeah, he just wants to conquer everyone. So I had to build up my military force to protect myself from him. And then I just decided I'm going to go ahead and destroy his civilization. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Civilization Six, great game. I'm playing it. Uh, also, still playing through Resident Evil Seven. I think I have one more stream to go of that. Sweet. Probably, probably not going to scream anymore though. Sadly, I don't know. That was a that was a weird one-off. It, well, don't it, it kinda don't say a, that people won't a, watch all right as know. you
0: as you've gotten better and more powerful in the game and leveled up and the whole thing i mean do you
1: find you're less scared because that's usually how it goes yeah i'm i'm less scared also like i feel like the game there's not a whole lot of unknown left which is i think oh, okay i think that's the biggest thing that scares you in in anything really uh is yeah. the unknown Just like in life yeah, in life, the thing like things mm-hmm. that you don't know like people are afraid of death because they have no idea what it's like, you know. So anyway, that's really dark. Um <laughs> Uh yeah, so uh it, I've been through every corner of the mansion by now except for like w- where there are doors that I haven't unlocked stuff and Yeah. You know, it's just not as scary anymore. So, but still enjoying yourself? <clears throat> oh, yeah, it's great. It's still it's my favorite VR experience. Um in fact, well, we'll talk about this, I think, during the Twitter question, so I won't bring that up, but there'll be one more stream for sure. It may have already happened by the time this podcast comes out, as we do. Yeah. Um, but, and uh, then probably next episode, a pizza rating from yours Oh, truly? yes, for sure, yeah. And yeah. I suspect it will be a pretty high pizza rating, unless like the last 30 minutes of the game <laughs> just completely come apart at the seams somehow. Um, yeah, the final boss is like Richard Simmons <laughs> in a dancing routine. <laughs> oh and you have to like do like parappa style like follow the leader like <laughs> that would be kick, amazing kick punch punch yeah that that'd be pretty great actually to the oldies of course yeah to the oldies yes of course sweating <laughs> and make sure you're sweating a little bit um yeah so yeah resident Evil 7 also uh what else was i stream mass effect 2 i resumed my stream of that and i'll sure i'll have some more of that by the time the weekend rolls around and uh oh i played the, that uh what was it the 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 fighting for ben- honor beta for honor
2: yeah we played oh yeah yeah i didn't talk about that oh but yeah, i think we, we all three played it, so. it yeah
1: uh i was supposed to play with adam and mike but they decided not to text until like one in the morning on a friday night and i just
2: <laughs> yeah i david, just david, forgot david <laughs> yeah it was really fun i'm glad it was, it was so like so much fun, fun to play games together
1: you guys could have streamed it and that I could have <laughs> caught up later with that. No, nah, you had to be. There. No,
0: it was really cool though. I, I liked it a lot. Um, you know, I, I don't know that I will be buying it. I mean, yeah, I'm unless am sure not for a super sweet deal. <laughs> I I'd like to see kind of what the campaign is all about. Because, it's already out by just, the way. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. But just the multiplayer was really fun. Uh, Mike and I played a, a handful of rounds and I felt like I was getting the hang of it. And you know, um, it's got almost uh what's the name of those type of games kind of like dark um, souls no not, I, mean, not so? I was thinking yeah i was thinking the the yeah the,
1: You're like, like, the like dynasty, dynasty warriors
0: and stuff oh, yeah exactly hmm. like it i had a little bit of a dynasty warriors vibe when i was running out into the battlefield and there's like 30 guys around and i'm like hacking and slashing them like nobody's business and then a hero <laughs> comes along and then you know you have to fight him off and, yeah and but you have to use like the blocking methodology and mm-hmm. the you know striking specific zones and stuff for those guys. Yeah, but I, I kind of liked that you it, they were mixing the mindless slashing in with that strategic one because it kind of was liberating in yeah. a way. And so I really liked that. I want to see. I want to see some review scores. Right now, it's I think sitting at seventy five on Metacritic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think s- certain outlets like IGN and um, Polygon. You know, I don't. I don't know if Polygon has reviewed it with no. a, an actual score yet. At, at, as of today, Thursday, yeah, uh, February the sixteenth, twenty seventeen. The year of our Lord. The year of our Lord, two thousand and seventeen. <laughs> um, so yeah but anyway so i really liked what i played had a good time and then we i think it was like after four or five matches uh the servers all crashed oh, like, well i guess that's a good <laughs> good uh indication i should go play something else so yeah um that night then i dove into headlander
1: oh um, that game's yeah, great yeah from good old um double fine double, double fine and folks uh what is it uh, published by Adult Swim Games, which they have a yes. lot of games coming out this year. Uh, I follow yeah. a couple of them on Twitter, and like it just seems like they're running around like crazy with all these. Like every month, they have like a console, re- like a big console release for them. So, yeah, so, sounds like they're pretty busy over there. <laughs> yeah, so
0: that, that's pretty sweet. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm liking that one a lot. I think I think I played it like super late, probably from like eleven till about four in the morning. Oh my goodness.
1: <laughs> so, (laughs) um yeah i still need to finish my playthrough of that i i really enjoyed the metroidvania-ness of it all and like the kind of retro 60s like style to it and then like occasionally the incredibly like crass and like out of nowhere joke you know (laughs) like all of a sudden there's there's some there's a male genitalia reference for no reason (laughs) yeah it definitely has some innuendo
0: (laughs) um but yeah i'm about four or five hours into it um and i just got to i'll say the archives if that uh rings any bells for anyone listening um there's uh something that i've just hit anyway that is a it kind of reminds me of one of my old favorites uh from the genesis and super nintendo era uh, flashback so i'm i'm kind of wondering if they drew some inspiration from that um or you're
1: further than me already wow oh wow yeah
0: yeah um so anyway i really like in the mechanics though the music's great the aesthetic's cool um yeah, so anyway, um I'll probably finish that and have a, a little uh burrito score for next episode. Um also played some Sunset Overdrive. Oh nice. Now Sunset Overdrive, I will say um it's it's solid. It has fun mechanics. It's you know, I would say it's a good kind of mindless action, you know, jump around and blast things kind of fun time. Mm-hmm. Um it's got you know some good upgrades and cool special moves you can unlock and and all that. But that said, I, I felt like the story. Uh, I didn't beat it, but I felt like the story sequences really fell flat. Um, mm. And I think the characters are all trying so hard to be really funny and cool, mm-hmm. and they're failing really badly at both.
1: <laughs> um, oh no! So it's
0: kind of spoiling it for me. I, I felt like, and I, I was telling Mike about this. Like, I felt like. If I wanted just like a really good arcadey action game, you know, just fun to shoot and and dodge things and, and move around and and all that, like I, I almost rather would strip the whole story out and just play like a housemart game, like Resogun or Dead Nation or something, you mm-hmm. know. So I don't know. Um, I pro I think I'm done with uh, Sunset Overdrive. Um, hmm. However, I went back and I finished Ori in the Blind Forest. Oh, nice so that game is amazing i loved it like crazy so um basically an awesome metroidvania um really good uh just really great platforming mechanics um and you're constantly upgrading and unlocking new moves that get you into better areas that you couldn't reach before or unlock or making you able to get certain bonuses and and uh you know hidden items that you couldn't reach before. So that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, great characters. Uh, the game definitely has a lot of heart. Um, so, I mean, uh, most people have heard like the beginning of that game is like really sad. And I it made, if you remember, it made my son cry.
1: Yeah. Uh, it made, <laughs> it made we a uh, popular streamer day nine cry in front of like <laughs> thousands of people watching him stream. <laughs> yeah, I was at a, yeah, so.
2: I was at a game stop with my dad and they had that in a demo machine. And so she played the beginning oh no and uh yeah it was yeah uh I don't want to spoil the beginning for anybody but let's just say I had to uh I had to create an alternative fiction to uh <laughs> to what was happening in the beginning oh boy yeah <laughs> so that we could leave and there wouldn't be tears everywhere yeah <laughs>
1: yeah so anyway um alternative alternative facts is that what it it is (laughs) yeah (laughs) and the
0: game i felt like the game pays off that really sad beginning very well uh later later on so um really really cool uh loved it and i you know just graphically gorgeous uh unbelievably challenging in certain points like very very hard um but, yeah, I, I would say the story isn't really the main attraction to the game. The, the story is a little sparse uh, at times. It's more like, here's here's where you need to go next kind of story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, even that, that couldn't stop me from giving this a, f- a full four and a half wow. out of five burritos.
1: Wow, that's very high praise. Yeah, very, very nice. Very
0: high praise. It, it Retroactively, one of my favorite games of 2015. <laughs> <laughs> nice so, yeah really good so um i don't know you guys ready to maybe i don't know, hop into the news
1: wait 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 something seems wrong about that
0: hmm yeah what, what do you mean we're gonna go into the the news
2: mm, really won't he mm, you mean the news <laughs> <laughs>
0: Those surprise attack one,
1: <laughs> right? So we have there's a million news stories. This is kind of a, a thousand like a billion. Hey, but by the yeah. way, thanks for submitting those to our subreddit at uh, Reddit.com/slash/r/sbfvgs. slash uh, We're using those submissions. Um, feel free to, you know, if you see a cool news story, just go there, post it up really quick, and uh, we'll talk about it, and we'll even Indeed. share who, who posted it if if it's not one of us that posted it, obviously. So well, maybe. No, we will. We'll say their name. Why not? Unless it's like really, really crass or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) Yeah, so um, PS4 finally getting external hard drive support. This is pretty cool. Yeah,
1: Yeah, that's that's really cool. I've been like toying with the idea of like busting open my PS4 and putting in a larger hard drive for a while now. But Mm -hmm, I have mm -hmm. all these like old hard drives lying around. That I would yeah. much rather convert
2: into a USB drive. You know, I, I kind of hear you there. Like it, it's really easy to replace the hard drive in the PS4, but at the same but time, then I, I lose
1: PT. I, well,
0: well, if you remember Eric Kruger, he, he let says us know we that can redel. I haven't you verified just, that though. You worried? I'm worried. I don't want to <laughs> lose it forever. <laughs> also, super cool in the upcoming firmware uh, for PS4 Pro. Oh, yeah. is uh, the boost mode? Yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah. This is pretty cool. So, you know, up until this point, PS4s, you've had to have like a specific patch, you know, added to the game from the developer. Yeah, developers had to specifically take advantage of of the the specs of the PS4 Pro. But now Mm -hmm. you can retroactively, you know, go back, play unpatched games. It will up the frame rate. I saw a bunch of videos from Digital Foundry, which is cool. They did some comparisons um, where, you know, they're showing like Just Cause 3 running on the stock PS4. And a lot of people, that, a lot of reviewers said it kind of ruined the experience that it was running, it was chugging at twenty you know 22 23 frames a second a lot of the time when it would get uh hectic on screen mm-hmm. but the ps4 uh, pro seems to raise that up by five six frames a second in a lot of situations so mm-hmm. uh, a lot it's not huge to, but it's it's yeah, just a but, nice little boost yeah exactly and um you know so there are various games uh that benefit from it i think overall uh it, you know it's it's adding frame rate more than anything else mm-hmm. um but yeah that's pretty good that's pretty good yeah so
1: I'm excited all right. about all those changes. I would like to get a PS4 Pro at some point because uh, supposedly you know, games on PSVR even look better. Because what's going on right now is a lot of games to run at the full 90 frames per second that Sony recommends PSVR games run, their resolution is not even the full resolution that the PSVR uh, can handle. They're like right. you know, they're like rendering at it at sub that resolution. So PS4 Pro though has enough power to play a lot of those games at the full resolution of the PS yeah. VR, or at least a higher resolution. So yeah. uh one of these days. One of these days I'll just waltz in and get one, you know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, so let's see. Mouse and keyboard players.
0: This one comes from Ultima Kills. Yeah. Uh mouse and keyboard players are destroying controller users in Overwatch on consoles. Yeah,
1: I can confirm. <laughs> Every now and then, you'll like get, see like you know a play of the game where the person's just turning way too fast and you know shooting way too accurately to just be playing with a controller. And uh, <laughs> Blizzard like they like Jeff Jeff Kaplan like made a statement saying we don't like this, we don't think you should do this, but we can't do anything about it. <laughs> you
2: know, right? Um, so yeah, they they've been actively asking uh, the first parties in this case like Sony and Microsoft to put some impediments in place for people using adapt because you can't natively just plug mm-hmm. in a mouse and keyboard into your oh, yeah, ps4 that's right. They do Xbox. have to like allow you do some kind of an adapter uh, um, yeah. to allow it but there's also been some blowback um about that because there's a lot of folks um with this with uh disabilities mm-hmm. who like require these adapters in and to use a mouse and keyboard um to to enjoy their games so mm-hmm. if like if they talk the first parties into, into doing that, that would uh, put a lot of people out. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's
1: tricky all around. Like I, I've I, I kind of go back and forth between where I stand on this issue, because, you know, on the one hand, there are folks like our very own handsomely faced Eric Kruger, who genuinely prefer playing games with a mouse and keyboard, even if he's playing on console. So like to him, you, you're saying, well, wh- you know, wh- why can't I use my favorite control style, you know. And but for then from my perspective, I prefer to play games with a with a controller. And from my perspective, it's not fair that his input is more accurate than mine, you know, like I shouldn't have to fight that. But like why does my preference get better treatment than his preference? You know what I mean? Like it's a it's a mm. whole like my experience is getting is worse because he can do it and then his experience would be worse if he couldn't do it. So like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I I just hope these these mouse and keyboard folk aren't going to force us all in the in the input arms race to start using mouse and keyboard on consoles. That's uh, that's bunk.
1: Well, see, that's I, I the don't thing. approve. If if it catches on and more people start doing it, if you want to be at all competitive in Overwatch, you're going to have to use a keyboard and mouse, or you're just going to get headshotted and not be able to hit them. <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. So So this is another one from good old Casey. He says, Destiny 2 on track for release this year.
1: David. Yes. What do you say? What do you think? Are you jazzed about Destiny 2? I've heard a lot of really cool things about Destiny 2, all of them rumors. Uh, And Mm. one of the big rumors in this story was that um, supposedly Activision was on set to earn a lot of stock in Bungie if they didn't deliver destiny Two this year, something along those lines. So in other mm-hmm. words, it was kind of forcing Bungie to g- have destiny Two ready by the end of this year or Activision would own more of them. Something like that. Right. But, and I think that was actually yeah, debunked. Yeah. People, uh, people at Kota- sources um, close to Kotaku said that that's not true. Um, we're not sure where that originated, but that's not actually going to happen. So, uh, we don't know if destiny two is coming. Maybe it is. I hope it's not rushed if it is. Um, and I, you know, destiny is one of those games. It was so close to being almost perfect, you know? Um, so if they can iron out the, the few things that kept destiny from greatness, like for example, giving you things to do every day, instead of just having you redo things that you've done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if, if they can like find some way to keep content drizzling in, you know, have the, have enough to do it at launch and keep stuff coming in and keep things fresh. Yeah. Destiny two could like take over the lives of people like Warcraft has, you know, world of Warcraft. And we'll
0: never see, we'll never see Joe King again. Never see Joe <laughs> King. Never
1: see me. You'll never see <laughs> Nick <laughs> Wagner. You'll never see Ultima yeah. kills. Uh, no. You'll never see uh dead words. None of these will be swallowed whole by Destiny Destiny too. So it was nice knowing you, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we're looking for a
0: third person for a podcast uh, once David disappears. (laughs) <laughs> all right <laughs> next item here sony patents a vive like tracking system for psvr oh this is pretty yes. cool this oh is pretty yes. cool because that's one of the main strengths i think of of the uh the vive is that it has this you know motion tracking that allows you to really move around a room and have this really super immersive uh yeah i mean david you tried it out you tried yeah. the Vive. i mean
1: it's flawless so, like okay so psvr tries to do this with its camera set uh setup but The problem I said that really weird (laughs) stuff (laughs) it up. But the problem is that the PSVR uses a camera, which is already going to have latency. um, And then also because it's just one camera from one location, it's going to have like weird, like like positional errors. Um, It's -hmm. just not perfect. It's a good approximation of what the Vive can do, but it's not as good as the Vive can do because the Vive has two IR cameras or blasters, something like that. Some sort of IR device in two different angles that projects, you know, into the volume, and your, like, your controllers that you hold are so perfectly tracked. Like, there's Mm. no wobble. It's just, like, whatever your hand is doing, it's doing exactly when you do it. Um, Right. You don't have, like, that Bruce Wayne alcoholic shake. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, Exactly. that's exactly (laughs) what I'm talking about. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So... It, and that's, like, the biggest weakness of PSVR. Otherwise, PSVR is the best VR headset, in my personal opinion, on the market. Mm-hmm. Um, well, especially for the price, I think. Yeah, well, especially I, I for the feel price. Like,
0: yeah, I feel like, listen, I mean, just looking this over, I this is probably Gen 2 uh, PSVR. It mm, doesn't I, I have to be, though. That, I doubt that on... You know, there's they push this hardware. There's a bundle with a camera and the headset and the the move controllers and the whole nine yards to then push out another peripheral that says, "Oh, it'll be even better if you buy this thing." Now, it, I think that's it's probably more likely that this patent is for the PSVR Pro or whatever when it comes out with PS Five, you know,
1: something <laughs> along those lines. Well, my the only thing I'm going to say is right now you can buy a PSVR. By itself, with none of the like positional tracking stuff, none of the accoutrement, yeah, no, no, yeah, exactly. Pardon your French, um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I could easily see them, you know, in a year or two, maybe, maybe two years, like saying, Hey, we've got a new controller scheme set uh, system for our PSVR, and uh, this will also be um, usable uh on psvr2 whenever that comes out you know what i mean like sort of a stair step upgrade kind of like how the move controllers were you could buy them in advance if you wanted to to be ready for psvr so all right yeah all right what do you guys think about this michael
0: Mm -hmm. valve Mm -hmm. valve is working on three full vr games
2: i mean what does this do what does that do to your heart absolutely nothing (laughs) nothing (laughs) nothing what if one of them was a portal game? Because because right now there's 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 no incentive for Valve to put anything out, right? So if they put something <laughs> out, fantastic. But like they can say I'm, I'm working on a million games, and like until you actually put games out with any consistency, I I, I just I don't bother getting hyped up about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. In Vita news, Salt and Sanctuary still coming to the Vita, baby. Yep. so this is the the 2d dark soulsy kind of uh you know action rpg as it were looks fun Uh, very well received game that looks cool i'm i'm excited uh let's see let's see oh binding of isaac developer says switch is by far dot 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 the most programmer friendly nintendo console so far so that bodes well for indies getting involved with the the nintendo switch uh if it's if it's you know leaps and bounds above the wii u is what he's basically saying in the article so um i'm excited that sounds pretty fresh
1: yeah it's uh you know and that's the that's one of the things that the wii u was bad at was it was just ridiculous to develop for uh, according to what i've heard i don't i've never tried so mm. um you know this, <laughs> never, this
0: of all the games i ever made on the wii u they were all terribly <laughs> difficult
2: <laughs>
1: Yeah, I've never made a game, but, uh, (laughs) you know, and, and also another cool thing about the switch is that it only has a single screen again, which will make porting indie games easier because you don't have to like figure out what's going to go on the bottom screen or whatever. So, Mm -hmm. All in all, these are like really positive things for this portable device that is coming out
0: soon. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Um, in other Switch news, uh, well, I got a couple other ones. We'll just hit them rapid fire. There's a, a guy from NeoGAF got his retail Switch pre-order two weeks early.
1: <laughs> this is incredible. <laughs> I, watched, so, I watched the unboxing about an hour ago. Yeah. Yeah. So he, it. <laughs> he,
0: put, he put up a video of just like kind of running through the setup and, and clicking around the the UI a little bit it looks really responsive did you hear um, the sounds
1: they're just so nice and crispy and they're very they're very clicky oh it's um, so nice
0: yeah, so um, I'm I'm just I'm I'm excited that the OS looks responsive because that is night and day difference from the Wii U. Yeah, the Wii that U was is like you not turn it case. on and you
1: wait like three minutes for the menu to load, and then it's just a bunch of comments that you don't really care to read anyway. <laughs> like you know, right? I'm re- yeah. I'm stuck in Toad's house. I love Sonic. You know, like just yeah. all these little things that <laughs> pop up. You know,
0: like <laughs> and they're really awful drawings. Yeah, and the- uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. Um, but I thought it was a little strange that you have to double click on each icon. You notice that? No, I didn't you, you, actually. You, you hit it and then it just sits there and then you hit it again and it'll go. Oh. And then he, mm. he eventually figures that out and just starts double clicking toward the end of the video. So check that out. If you want a little sneak preview of the, uh, the UI, um, it, it you can kind of see when he browsed into the storage, um, does doesn't obviously have any games installed on it because there are no games available yet. But, <laughs> uh-huh. um, it looks like the switch OS is taking up about six gigs of your 32 gigs. Cause there was like 26 free, uh, mm-hmm. when he went into the data management system, so, um, yeah. So, I mean, looks pretty cool. Good yeah. signs. Uh, another little switch story from this one's from yesterday, Wednesday. Um, the, some Nintendo switch, I guess, official specs have finally leaked because we've gotten a white paper for, you know, this and that, and leaks
1: about dev kits possibly, but this is final hardware, um, which the, the has, article? hang on. I just got to correct something. The article you posted was from December 15th, 2016, not yesterday. What? Yeah. Well, if you look, it's well, his last doing? updated by <sighs> Eddie McCaugh. Fake news. Fake news? This is fake, fake. news. <laughs> this no, is Trump stuff. No, it could be real, though. <laughs> Who knows? I, we didn't talk about it, so it could be real. Um, well, this is GameSpot. Anyway, but, yeah, I, I just kind of, uh, I
0: had not seen these exact numbers anyway, mm-hmm. Um that the, the the Switch was going to be at one teraflop mm-hmm. uh, performance if, with it's the GPU. Good. Which, that's, I mean, what I guess I wanted to highlight with this one is that, you know, of course, it's one-sixth of the Scorpio. Scorpio. <laughs> um, One-fourth of the PS4 Pro performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, about half the performance, maybe a little more than half uh, the performance of, of a PS4. And really, only about... You know, three-tenths of a teraflop <laughs> beneath the Xbox One. Which is crazy, so,
1: because it, it's amazing. The Xbox One and PS4 get very similar performance a lot yeah. of times. Not always, mm-hmm. but a lot of times. And so, you know, that you know these flops. Yeah, I think, Flops aren't everything, I mean, you know? Flops,
0: <laughs> flops aren't everything. But so I, I guess I was just kind of encouraged that, you know, it, just at the prospect of third-party support being that you could You know, at max, if you're really good at coding this thing, you could get near Xbox One uh, visuals on it. Yeah, just
1: drop the resolution a bit, maybe. You know, use lower resolution textures, and you could probably you could probably pump it out. Um, Also, you know, consider that the Vita is only like you know uh 400 it's like a like hundred and
0: 150 flops maybe
1: no if we're like lucky. it's like it's like 400 <laughs> gigaflops, giga not teraflops yeah.
0: yeah so i mean this is definitely a, a, a nice step up from my Vita, so that that is pretty cool yeah um let's see a couple of quick ones i had to throw that in there sorry mike <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a apparently there was a some leaked uh well some pretty good reporting on the part of kotaku uh that it has exposed a gamestop program that leads employees oh, to man. lie to customers so this is pretty interesting essentially there's a lot of corporate uh pressure on gamestop employees to push used because yeah. that's the highest profit margin for the uh-huh. store and mm-hmm. so even you know for every certain amount that they sell of new stuff they have to equal that uh or match a certain percentage of it in used sales as well to the mm-hmm. point that if a store is lagging behind they're only selling a bunch of new stuff uh employees will then tell a customer who's walked in off the street oh no sorry we don't have any brand new copies of that game oh, even boy. though there's like a stack of them in the back mm-hmm. or oh we don't have any new um xbox ones or whatever you know you you can buy one of these used consoles though you know and it's just like essentially <laughs> don't believe anything you hear at those SMH. stores smh because yeah, they i mean <laughs> colin Moriarty did a, a really good video about this and and just kind of the economics uh, at play uh, with gamestop and everything and the, and the digital game revolution that has been slowly overtaking um, you know both new retail and and uh, used game sales and yeah it's it's pretty interesting uh to see gamestop this is kind of he's saying basically this is them in their death throes uh trying to stay relevant when the market is shifting away from them so
1: yeah uh, um you know I, this is funny i used to work at a at a store called software etc which had just been purchased by gamestop way back when i when i worked for them and uh so they were like in the middle of of a culture shift to more of gamestop's style of doing things um mm. and i remember one of the things that was happening is they were like this was like man adam do you remember when this was it was like it was more than 10 years ago for sure it was, yeah, it this was like was a, probably 15 <laughs> yeah it's probably 15 years ago or so uh and like they were like starting to push the used stuff um mm-hmm. before before they were purchased you know it was more of like a hey or you can buy it used but now it was like hey you need to sell these people used games not new games uh and they also had this other thing where they wanted you to like try to upsell and add accessories, like, hey, you're going to need the strategy guide, and hey, make sure you get this memory card to go with your new disc-based game, you know, all all of these awful (laughs) things, Uh, but I remember our store wasn't selling enough uh, used games, and, like, the, the general, like, the regional manager came, and, like, you know, they had an all hands on deck meeting where everyone had to come to the store at the same time. And like, he gave us a (laughs) certain talking to. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It was, it was very, and they kept track, you know, like you had to write down every time you sold a used game and like, I it, it, well yeah
0: cuz they don't have to pay a publisher they just have to pay some kid like 45 cents for the copy of the game. Yep, exactly. And then sell <laughs> it for $30, you know. No, like so. here's the
1: deal. GameStop sells used games for like $5 less than full price now. It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and they're and they pay like maybe 6 $7 yeah. for them when you try to sell them to them. I can't them, so. even imagine how much money they make from that stuff. So Yeah, it's it's pretty insane. For so. like a completely ir- irrelevant business that they do almost nothing except for have a store front anyway yeah anyway enough enough bashing of gamestop i'd say <laughs> just, yeah you buy all digital just that problem it. goes away it's yeah true. just
0: go digital or hop on the amazon prime there you go 48 bucks brand new yeah, yeah there you go Cheap, it's probably Sorry. cheaper than the used copy at gamestop <laughs> yeah, true, and actually. you support the developer so yeah um yeah all right so this one i don't know how to feel about i don't think I don't think a lot of people will care, but maybe some. (laughs) Okay, Sony is uh, discontinuing PS Now, PlayStation Now Uh, on PS3 and Vita. So I didn't um, even know it was on Vita. Wow. Mm. Yeah, I mean that was a. I thought it was a cool thing to be able to play PS3 games on the Vita. You know, if you had, I, I did the trial basically and and did it, but you know. I found that the latency was kind of salting my game, mm-hmm. uh, you know, no pun intended. So <laughs> the, yeah, I think it's probably for the best. I don't know if the infrastructure is really there yet. Um, but I, it's kind of interesting to see what's going on uh, with, with PlayStation now, because, you know, they're, of course they're on PC and PS4 still, they're continuing to support it there. But, um, you know, they, they spent what, like three, $400 million to buy Gaikai to, Roll this service yeah. out I and mean, it doesn't look like I don't know anyone who actually subscribes to it, yeah. Me like, either, and that's I know that's anecdotal, that's my circle of friends or whatever, but I I would be shocked. I mean, I guess I'd be really interested to find out if anyone who listens to the show uh, uses PlayStation now or you know it would be bummed about this. I, I honestly, I, I have not heard of anyone using it, so
1: <laughs> yeah, no, me neither. I, I think a uh, friend of the show, Nick Wagner, tried it. To, he tried to play ICO uh via PS now which it's a pretty mm-hmm. good game for that because you know it's like not super twitchy and it already kind of has input lag as it is so maybe you wouldn't notice you know <laughs> yeah. um but it's uh, even more laggy <laughs> yeah he he couldn't he couldn't handle it um plus yeah. the game's kind of old and he'd never played it before so he he just he didn't he didn't play it more than a couple hours uh so yeah it's, I tried I tried the whole on live thing I had a I had a like a five to ten game library on on live back when it was a thing that was another streaming service like about Mm -hmm. five years ago or so. And um, I just it I I just would prefer the crispness of a local game, even though it could run on a supercomputer somewhere else. I would prefer the local slightly less you know, bells and whistles version at home. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think so too. Yeah. So uh, yeah, streaming games, I think until we can figure out latency, which as it sounds right now is like sort of an inherent problem that we can't really fix because of just the way the internet is built. Um, Yeah. If they ever find a way to fix that, then try again. But uh, I don't know. I I just don't (laughs) see it taking off until that point. So
0: yeah. Yeah. The latency it's just it for me right now it's it's kind of a a game killer yeah um two more quick stories resident evil 7 best-selling game of january per npd is that really a surprise i'm not surprised that's the game everyone was talking about everyone named david was playing it i mean
1: (laughs) everyone named wait was your brother playing it
0: everyone on our stream was streaming games in vr (laughs) was playing this game so you know i i'm not surprised Um, i I still want to play it it's so good i'll send it to you as soon as i beat it i'm just dragging
1: my feet on that i sure want to play that one one day (laughs)
0: Oh man, I'm sorry. And then the last last story of the night, the biggest story, actually biggest story of the year, I would say. Oh. The PlayStation 4 Crash Bandicoot <laughs> collection, it's June 30th for $40. Yeah.
2: I'm <laughs> biggest so
0: story excited. of
1: the year.
0: <laughs> biggest story of the year. I loved Well, and this is if any game would do this. This is the game that would make my mother-in-law buy a ps4 really <laughs> she's like a, like a massive crash bandicoot fan what <laughs> from way back yeah from the ps1 days like uh my wife tells me stories of like her and her sister's like can can we play can we try that and she's amazing. like no get away
1: you know <laughs> she's that's like amazing. obsessively breaking every
0: box in the game
1: <laughs> wow that's amazing so i only have that experience with one game with my dad uh, my dad Bought us an Atari, never played it, and then bought us a Nintendo and never played it, and then <laughs> he discovered this game called Paperboy, and oh, he Paperboy. loved Paperboy, and so that was the jam. That's the only game I would ever like have him hugging the the Nintendo from me for. <laughs> um Yeah, so it's funny. Parents get this like one obsession, and and. <laughs> And then that's it. I don't I don't know if that's the same experience. Like there's probably like twenty year olds in our audience that are like, What are you talking about? My parents played like all the Mario games all the time. You know, like every every you know, eighties Nintendo game, they were all about it. So yeah, I remember having
0: now. I remember having friends who uh you know, I would go over to their house and I'd see like their mom sitting there just jamming away on on Dr. Mario or something oh, like Oh yeah, Man, Tetris. Oh my mom cool. loved
1: Tetris. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. Uh, my
0: mom my mom loved Tetris. Um my dad basically the only thing i I can ever get my dad to play is pac-man
1: oh
2: that's a good game it (laughs) takes (laughs) him back yeah yeah my folks played a lot it was a lot of tetris attack it was a lot of dr mario my dad oddly enough anything co-op he would love so like we played like secret of mana from super nintendo together oh um we played halo co-op i was really awesome yeah that's so cool yeah he's a cool guy i'm jealous that's awesome now now adam I, i get the impression you're trying to move on well uh, we just I had a little say... mini topic though so that was good yeah, What yeah. game did yeah. you play
1: with your parents but <laughs> i
2: but i zoned out i zoned out a minute and there was a news yeah. story I, I i might have missed it maybe we did talk about it i don't know <laughs> oh boy. I, I skipped a couple because we we went a little we, long we on did news. but i think there's one that's pretty important to talk about uh, dear. okay and that's the legend of zelda getting some dlc
1: Oh. oh yeah <laughs> okay
2: good call michael that is definitely something we should talk i'm just about. i'm i don't want to talk about it forever right because that, that could be yeah. a talk it unto itself but i'm just kind of curious how that hit you guys hang on i just
1: want to tell you this this amazing headline that i came up with this is something i wrote by the way um nintendo <laughs> oh, yeah. hops on board the season pass lame train <laughs> <laughs> yeah. cop uh, uh trademark um, yeah, TM. T- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, the season pass.
2: Uh, what train.
1: was it? Uh, TM. Okay, hang on, I gotta find the details. Um, so the first, the first thing that you get is three new treasure chests. Uh and one of them comes with a shirt with a Nintendo Switch logo my that gosh. Link can wear while he's playing. <laughs> oh <my> gosh. <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Nintendo. What are yeah. you doing? Oh my gosh. So that's what you get immediately Knock when you buy off. the season pass. But then the first contact Go home, Nintendo, you're drunk. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> but then the first content pack is uh is gonna have some cave of a cave of trials, a new hard mode and a new feature for the map i guess i don't know what that means a feature
2: (laughs) for the map
1: well sign me up take
2: my money hang on 30 40 extra dollars
1: i'm in the second one adds new challenges um and uh okay so the second one's a little better there's new challenges there's a new dungeon and a new quote original story so okay. what, what so most that, season passes have
0: yeah that to me is that's real dlc dlc or I, I think they would be uh well served to look at like what the witcher did with dlc
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For adding sure. like
2: massive new like areas hours of content for 20 dollars yeah. yeah yeah, yeah. And, and on top of that like maybe maybe don't start hitting me with your dlc before the game's even out
0: yeah, well, I, that is like a more and more common practice now. Well, like the I, th- game's th- out people, in two weeks. That's the thing like,
2: I don't I don't care about. Like I guess this. Yeah, the game's out in two weeks, but it's it's just like I just want to play the game, and then like if yeah. I really like it, then like then we can talk about the DLC like later on. But I agree with yeah. you, Mike. That's don't yeah. even
1: tell. I mean, there's no <laughs> reason to tell us about the the season pass. There's, you know, like there's
2: there's not there's no way you can do that and make it to me sound like you know. uh I know they don't do this right. I know part of game development is we don't chop pieces out to make you pay for them. Right. But it's like when you when you have your game and it's not out yet and you're already talking about DLC and season passes and and, and whatnot, it just it didn't it didn't feel it didn't feel good. it doesn't feel good, especially if you pull a
0: Resident Evil 5 and include it on the disc, oh, so it's not even man, really that was, downloadable. Man, that was
2: super terrible.
0: People people yeah. did not like that. I guess, oh, the DLC's ready early. Well, let's ship it on the disc. That way no one has to download it. This is a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> and Definitely. then people found out like, oh, yeah, I bought this
1: DLC. What? I already had it on the disc? <laughs> yeah, it's just
0: unlocked.
1: <laughs> that, yeah, that is terrible. Yeah, I mean, so, so here's the deal. Games should have gone up in price with this generation. Uh, but they're still at 60 bucks, And so season passes are like their way of trying to raise the price of games without people perceiving that the price is going up. But the problem is that people yeah. are perceiving it anyway. It's not working. And we've, when we <laughs> talked about that,
0: I think we had a topic uh, a while back about that one, but, you know, if if uh, old Mr. Trump has his way, we'll all be paying more for games soon. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because they're
1: all imports. They're <laughs> they're all, all yeah, imports. Oh my <laughs> There's going to
0: be tariffs on them, like, you know, <laughs> oh, anyway. Oh, boy. I, I digress. I digress. I digress. I digress. We digress.
1: <laughs> it solves yeah, all these go, problems.
0: Just go all digital. I wonder, honestly, if that's going to make the, the all-digital future come a lot sooner oh, for consoles. absolutely, Huh. So. Yeah, and that's a topic unto itself. Mm-hmm. Sure is.
1: So. Anyway, are you guys ready for the tweet? Mike got sassy tweets? with that. You guys ready <laughs> to tweet it up? Uh, yeah, I am. I, it all depends on whether Mike is ready to tweet it
2: up. Yeah. Oh, is it my thing? Take it away, Mike. <laughs>
1: right. When are you going to realize that it's <laughs> you your thing? It <laughs> thing?
0: <laughs> do I have to have Twitter to do this? <laughs> how do i have a twitter how do i make a twitter how, how do i use a twitter box <laughs> does
2: um, twitter come on ps4 <laughs> kind of yeah kind of um so we didn't we didn't get a ton of questions um so where not were gonna, you i'm not gonna where lie where you guys a little disappointed <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to reprimand. I'm just maybe I, they
1: heard us complaining about how many tweets we had to get through. <laughs> They're like, you know what? We'll They're not going to use easy, my tweets. I'm not going to send one.
0: <laughs>
1: I know they hear us last time. Like, ugh,
0: so many tweets.
2: What a burden on my Mike life. Mike has yeah. said that yeah. before. <laughs> I have in those exact words and that exact tone. So, uh, but our, our good friend Casey sent us uh, a tweet saying, "Could you guys talk to David and?" About getting some googly eyes on his PSVR headset. No, here's the thing. <laughs> he <already laughs> what would it take? Thinking. What would it take, David? He already got me the the googly eyes. He sent them to me. I'm
1: in. Put I them have on. them right now. And I'm gonna I'm gonna put them on my PSVR. Yeah, all right. On the next Resident Evil. You, 7 I think stream. you ought
0: to alternate between the googly eyes and then like a the deal with it pixelated shades. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's, oh, I'm think- gonna need those too. Someone needs to send those to me in a in a easy to peel on and off sticker form. I yeah. will do that in a heartbeat that, that i'm actually excited about the googly eyes i'm just gonna look like a fool the whole you time know, you know david <laughs> I, I bet
0: i could make those put them on cafe press and i'll sell them to you for the low low price of 1995
1: <laughs> well as long as they're like easily removable and re-put put on a bowl yeah, yeah, I'm all for yeah Well, we'll make it a decal it'll be great yeah okay i'm in I'm only buy 20 dollars for yeah, you i'll do it
0: Sweet. 30 for everybody else but for you you get, oh. the, you get the you get the the discount.
1: Nice the SPF VGs deal with it. <laughs> Pixelated <Yeah>. sunglasses <laughs> employee discount <laughs> for your PSVR.
2: <laughs> um, That's great. Ruben Ramon uh-huh. mm-hmm. has asked, "What's your favorite thing to snack on while gaming?"
1: Ooh, this is tough because are you more of a I, salty?
2: Are you a salty boy? Or are you more savory?
1: I'm, really isn't savory salty? Isn't that the same? No.
2: I don't think, uh, I I thought don't it think was they would savory have the same word if that was.
1: No, there's <laughs> lots of
2: cinnamons. Mike. I think there's sweet and savory. Yeah, Those are the two. I think savory is salty sometimes. I don't think, I don't think savory has to be salty, though.
1: It doesn't have you to be, can, but it, can, it be. can
2: be. But you can savor salt. We'll say that. Oh, yeah. And I do. But you can also savor <laughs> sweetness.
1: So No, no, nah, it's too sweet for all that. Too sweet. <laughs> anyway, I, this is a big disappointment. I'm not really a snacker uh i tend to only eat meals and that's it um so if i had to pick something i would say maybe like popcorn but i i, I almost never do it so i just snack on my nails if it's a
2: scary game
1: Up <laughs> <Right? laughs> oh, yeah, uh, yep, oh, well yeah oh no, nice high five no. that was a good one
2: no because that <laughs> that kind of implies that you like you consume them as well
1: well, right, some yeah. Do, do you, that? Know, After you, 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 oh, you
2: know? Do no. you know when you're biting no, your nails I and mean, you, then you chew them? Yeah, some. Yeah, you, you, here, you bite no. your nails, you, on, no. you chew them no, up, and you swallow them.
1: Here's something that people actually yeah. do. You know the people Everybody that like does. bite the inside of their mouth, and right. like some people will just swallow what they bite from the inside of their mouth. That's cannibalism, David. Don't it do it. Do I don't do it, it. David. I don't do it. I'm pretty sure it's illegal. It's not good for you. I don't do it. But there are people that do it and have admitted to me that they do it, and it's very cannibals. Gross. They are cannibal. They don't need to eat a whole meal throughout the day because of that. Basically,
2: <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to judge, kidding. but man, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's not me. I don't do it. I also used to bite my nails, and I don't anymore for some reason. I, I didn't even try to stop. I just stopped. It's very weird. Um, I, I would say I've been known to
0: eat pizza during cutscenes is like that I a have snack
1: a- though <laughs> it's it's
0: more of a meal i'd say yeah but like
2: you know yeah, you don't you want to you you, you pizza those, rolls that pizza or pizza ba-
1: <laughs> pizza oh, yeah, but- <laughs> pizza in the morning pizza in the evening pizza at supper time when pizza's on a bagel you can eat pizza anytime there you and go yes
2: copyright strike
1: nah <laughs> it was so close it was to, the to the real it was recording AI, it was guys that was clearly a um oh what's the word that makes it okay Theft. Uh, it, parody. That it was make clearly it okay. a parody oh a parody it was a parody that makes it okay if you say it's a parody all right i'm so. gonna move on before david gets
2: us sued <laughs> <laughs> uh yes. so our community question Went out today. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we asked, what upcoming games are you super excited about that no one else seems to be talking about? Uh, You boys, I'll get to you. Fancy boys over here. Yeah, you guys, just hold on a minute.
1: Okay. Should I hold, if I have some horses, should I hold them? Uh, I don't know. I don't know anything about horses. Well, should I hold my horses or not? That's what I'm
2: wondering. It just seems like they'd be very heavy. <laughs> you see, that. that was awful.
1: Guys, here's something you don't, don't know, you know do. about. Like he's actually an <laughs> alien trying to pretend to be a human, but <laughs> <laughs> sometimes he doesn't fully understand our idioms. And that, wasn't, that wasn't was the circumstance
2: of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, The invasion comes soon. Um, Travis, <laughs> Travis uh said he's excited about this little indie game no one's talking about called Mass Effect Andromeda. Very little coverage. Sad.
1: Oh, yeah. It's sad. very sad.
2: Also I like the Trump sad there at the end of that. T- yeah. <laughs> um I, I I don't know. I think that was probably a that was probably a joke. That was well, a joke. It is a joke, a joke, but
1: also I haven't seen as much coverage of it as I would think. Like it's coming out in a month. Well,
2: I I, I think it's probably difficult for a news outlet if if they're not feeding you a bunch of new information to report on.
1: But why not, though? Like, that's the weird part. Oh, that's... That, EA's
2: EA already announced that's their strategy. They, they don't feel like they need to talk about it. They've estimated they're gonna sell 3 million copies the first week. Oh. Um, they feel extremely confident in that series, and they should. Mass Effect is dope. It is
1: dope, mm-hmm. but it, there's so many things that could go wrong this time around. Like, new characters, new story, new setting, new engine... Like there's so many variables, I feel like they should give us a little more confidence, you know, in in the game that David, we're about to
2: to buy. David, yeah, you gonna buy it? Huh? Only
1: if it gets good reviews. Mm, I doubt that very hey. much. I think you're just gonna Ooh. buy it. I I have a sw- I'll have a switch to keep me warm at <laughs> night, and <laughs> and uh, Zelda and uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. And like so many other games, I can wait on Mass Effect. If it's bad, I don't want to support that. So I don't want to buy it. How dare they ruin one of my favorite
2: franchises, you know? I, I don't see do, any way that game's any bad, but we'll move on. Uh, okay. Felipe said okay. He's, uh, he's looking forward to Torment Tides of Numenera. I guess I said what that now? right. Mm-hmm. Numenera? I think I don't so. Know. It's a CRPG. Numenera. With an amazing story coming to consoles next week, really excited. I actually I've, hadn't heard of this like, at, all. Yeah, heard of I at all. I've not heard of it either. That's why so I, I think that's, that's why, why no why one's talking, talking about it. About it. Yeah. <laughs> now, Adam and I watched, watched some footage of this game over a delicious spicy yeah. chicken sandwich today. Um, yes, indeed. And uh, it, it reminds me a lot of Baldur's Gate. So that's pretty oh, cool. Oh, I like Baldur's so Gate. So I'm going to have yeah. to look at this game some more. This might be super cool.
1: You know, there's another game that's a little bit like Baldur's Gate. Um, Shoot, I can't remember the name of it, but it's not coming to PS4. No. Oh, you're talking about more modern? Yeah, it's like pretty new. I'll have to look it up. Again, this is the Uh, second time I'm going to be looking something up. Yeah, we're going to just move on. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, this looks awesome. I'm interested in that
2: now. Said, uh, I don't know if this qualifies, but maybe Ghost Recon Wildlands. I haven't been this excited for one since Graw. Mmm. What is that? Ghost Ghost Recon. Ghost Recon something something. I don't know. I don't play a lot of Ghost Recon <laughs> games. A Ghost Recon Awesome Weekend. Awesome weekend. It's it's oh, basically yeah, the it video is. game equivalent of Weekend at Bernie's, which is a real good. <laughs> uh, except for more ghosts. I
0: think <laughs> it's, it's like ooh, a way more ghosts. Ghosts. Sp- <laughs> spooky. One. It's spooky. Ooh.
1: Uh, I can't tell you the name of that game because my steam is updating so I'm going to just give <laughs> up on that.
2: <laughs> uh Pete Wensler uh said he's looking forward to Tekken 7, Farpoint, mm-hmm. Ninokuni 2, uh mm. Puyo Puyo Tetris, Grand and Grand Tree's noticed. Wait, Tetris is out. It's been out for like 30 years. Uh this is like a new hit Tetris, all the kids are jazzed about. Is it? Is it finally Tetris
1: Three that we've been waiting for? It's not called Tetris
2: Three. It's called something else, Tetris. Oh, oh,
1: wait, wait. Was it that thing that was before Tetris? Yes, that was all one game. Oh, I didn't realize. Okay, I didn't realize that. Yeah, (laughs) Um, you just all of a sudden Tetris is coming out. It's been out.
2: Yeah, which which out of all those games, um, I mean, yeah, Gran Turismo. um, You may not hear a ton about it. I think that kind of hits a niche audience, but that niche audience is surprisingly enormous uh because Gran turismo always sells really really well i just don't think those those are the folks that are like hanging out on game sites and, and twitter a bunch uh mm-hmm. talking about Gran turismo um and out of that list like nino kuni 2 is like really exciting uh but yeah there hasn't been a ton of coverage on that i, I can't remember how far out is that game is that this year nino kuni 2 yeah yeah allegedly allegedly, allegedly this, year, this year allegedly yeah i don't know that i think the first game reviewed extremely well maybe it didn't sell as well as i thought it did though I can't uh, pillars of eternity was that game that is like oh okay yeah, yeah i know that Baldur's game. gate
1: yeah um it looks cool i have it but i've just never played it because i need to play with keyboard
2: and mouse and i don't know i'm just lazy anyway fair enough <laughs> fair enough uh and tony dow said that uh ultra street fighter 2 the final challengers um yeah that looks really cool. It's a Switch game. It is a Switch game, yeah. but that's that's a bit problematic. Uh, wait, cause, why? Because Mike can't play it. Well,
1: <laughs> you could. No, because, Easy.
2: because you got to buy a Pro Controller then. It's extra 70 bucks. Do you? Yeah, for sure. Wait, why? There's no D-pad on that Switch controller. Really? though, those buttons. No, that's not uh, a D-pad. It those feels are four just but- like a D-pad. No, it doesn't. Don't lie it to sure me. It sure does. No,
0: there's, there's a real D-pad on the Pro Controller, yeah. though.
1: So mm. I think you guys are jumping to conclusions. No, no, that's based on people who have really played them. Yeah. So. No, but that they were talking about, they were talking about uh 2d games when you're just playing with one joy con and then there's no D pad. There's, there's no. analog sticks.
0: No, I'm talking about someone who went hands on with the switch. Uh, what's his name from kind of funny? Uh, uh,
2: what's Tim. His name? Tim. Yeah, Tim. Tim, Tim.
0: Yeah. He went to the New York event, played it was like you know i i really prefer to use the d-pad for these kinds of games and the d-pad on the joy-con is it's not really a d-pad but i played with the pro controller much better so you know hmm. but that's that's preference i guess i, I, I almost never use
2: I almost never use a d-pad myself so yeah. well you guys don't play I, fighting games on so it did not that didn't hit you the same way <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, which, which brings us finally to you to to you gentlemen hey? yeah you handsome boys oh right the
1: games what coming game out. The, what
2: game are you excited about that no one's talking about? Hmm, that's a very good question. You had all this time to think about
1: it, and you didn't, did you? I, you know, I, I was too. I was too busy being present in the moment to, try to in the think moment. ahead of what I was going to say. Yeah, let me give you I some. Action, nobody's you know. talking
0: about this. Nobody's talking
1: about this Zelda game. I know. Yeah, yeah you know, it's coming up. <laughs> love. I would love to hear a little. People talking about that You want to hear yeah. little people specifically talk about oh, that? No. Oh, gosh. Oh, <laughs> Dude, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that how, at all. It's
2: just oddly how, specific. That
1: was, a, that was a classic case of how do I words.
0: <laughs> how do I words? Um, so, I, you know, just... I know people are talking about this one, but I think more people should be talking about it. This is a shout out to friend of the show, Alec Aloka, um, Night in the Woods. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Coming out, finally coming out in just a few days. Probably, I think, the day after this podcast drops on oh, the nice. 21st. Tuesday, uh, uh, night in the woods finally comes out. I'm going to try to do a stream of it. that one, by the way. Yeah. yeah I'm, jazzed. I'm really I excited. I might it.
1: cry. Cause it seems like it's going to be pretty intense. Actually. I feel like, I feel like I've
0: been waiting forever for this game <laughs> because like my wife and I played it at PSX 2014 and I, I was watching the, the trailer with the kids last night and, uh, and she walked in the room. Oh, oh, is that game finally coming out? How long have they been making it? Like 10 years. <laughs> so it was pretty funny. Um so yeah that that's my well okay so that game um below which is coming to Xbox One yeah. mm. uh from Capybara games that game uh you know I'm really super excited yeah. for now I, I
2: think that one shifted I, to to a to be determined date, which is maybe why people aren't talking about it as much.
0: Yeah, they they kind of went dark on it. They wanted to, I guess, refine a bunch of stuff and you know that and that's fine, yeah. but it makes me sad. I know <laughs> so, it looks good. Yeah, that looks really cool. Um also I, I, you don't hear a lot of people talking about um, the Little Nightmares game. Oh, that game looks so cool. Yeah, very interesting. It looks so creepy and so cool. Yeah. Um, that's coming to uh, pc ps4 xbox one uh april 28th alongside you know various other games coming that day but um those are my main ones I, you know of course rhyme looks pretty cool that's a kind of a wait and see but um but yeah those are mine that I, people need to be talking about more yeah,
1: yeah. You're uh, about i have bunch? a couple i have a couple cuphead. here cuphead uh too oh i have a cuphead uh no <laughs> um snipper clips looks pretty cool that not yeah, a lot of people talks about looks great it's a it looks it's like a switch a, a exclusive
0: look, yeah co-op platform or a co-op uh, puzzle game
1: yeah it looks it looks very interesting uh another one is spider-man we have barely seen anything about that but if it's a well, huge like, open world that's like years that's, away still so no it's 2017 yeah
0: i think spider no, Spider the PS4 exclusive. That's probably coming like 2018, 2019. 2019. 2019 yeah, well, sure. according
1: to Games Radar, its release date is TBC, 2017.
0: Yeah, but they're lying. Yeah, they're liars. there's no sure, way that game's that's... come out this year.
1: Okay, well, you guys can be naysayers, and then when it comes out this year, I will Added give you it to guys the list pie. of
2: things Mike is right about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in this case, Adam said it before you, so I, wow, I understand. He's and he's right. I agree with him. <laughs>
1: uh also uh ukulele i haven't heard a lot of people talking about that but it's like
2: that kind of dropped off didn't it yeah it's the spiritual successor
1: to banjo kazooie it's coming Mm -hmm. out april 11th on xbox one ps4 wii u wii u Mm -hmm. and pc uh so yeah that's pretty exciting and uh, so those are those are a couple of games i'm interested in cool i'm pretty
0: jazzed about full throttle remastered coming to vita that's gonna be fun yeah, I I've, wish I've actually never
1: played that game. I haven't so either. So I, had,
2: I had a super fun time with um, David Tentacle. Yeah,
1: so I'm gonna get a little nitpicky here really quickly. Oh, um, no. I wish, <laughs> I wish with these remakes that or, or remasters, I wish they would also like double the, the frames of animation that they because they mm. literally just paint over the frames of animation and they cut corners with that stuff to fit it you know on in the medium that they were in in the 90s and so i would love for to see them just kind of smooth out some of the some of the rough edges in the animation um so that's just a little nitpicky thing like i'd like it, to
0: see them go down in frame rate mm-hmm. a little bit maybe <laughs> cut cut some of the frames out like ultra retro
1: now, why like, yeah. is that was exactly yeah. more retro
0: than it was before yeah, even it'll be so make retro. it look like so it's so on much, atari
2: it'll be so much more fun
1: yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> whatever you say
2: <laughs> <laughs> speaking of adventure also, games i'm i'm getting jazzed oh, about yeah. thimbleweed park ron gilbert's new joint yes i yeah. have not even heard of that uh, yeah it's, that is so like, like, I, oh, yeah, I think like i think it's like a murder mystery kind of kind of thing but yeah point wow. and click adventure it's got the old like uh maniac mansion interface on it which yeah is, all oh. the verbs and it looks exactly like maniac it does mansion, and it's not going to be everyone's everyone's jam but i mean i'm excited wow look at it it looks great can yeah. you guys see this? No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is <a> great radio. <laughs> yeah. It looks like Nino it's Cooley fully too. voiced, though, is that true?
2: Uh, I think so. I don't remember. I saw Ooh. I saw a character's mouth mouth moving. It might just be text. I d I don't know. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Nino Toonie. Get it? That that one's pretty I'm jazzed for it. Yeah. Nino oh, yes. Nino Toonie. Yeah. That's right. I get, get, it? get it. Yeah, I got it. I do I do get part two. It. Yeah. Yes. The revenge. Mm-hmm.
1: Two comes after <laughs> one. Revenge. Yeah, I get <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's in there somewhere. Who, who there. gets revenge on what? Uh, the the
0: two the two um <laughs> get revenge. Isn't on the that Nino. a form
1: of currency? Toonies?
0: Canadian currency? <laughs> I
1: don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I
2: don't know. All right, you guys. Audible. Oh well, yeah. Audible. Audible. Well, clearly audible. You know Adam. I've got one of them hot Audible credits. It's just burning a hole in my pocket right now. I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> well, There's so many there's if, so many things to choose from. What do I do? <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. So, Audible is offering the listeners of this podcast a free audiobook
1: of their choice, just like Mike. You know, you could be just like him. You could be have just, free who doesn't book. want to be just like Mike? Who's Any possibly book. an alien masquerading as a human? Just basically any book under the sun. Let's just call it what it is. 180,000
0: audiobooks. Like you've, there's no way you've heard of books that are not on it. Maybe,
1: Okay, maybe. <laughs> there's I maybe. no way. <laughs> I, I seriously doubt it, though. So, Well, unless you've um, written a book yourself that's not published, then well, I guess there's a way, you know? There you go. And <laughs> in, in, in which case, if you want to produce an audiobook,
0: I am for hire.
1: Yeah, there you go. So, Adam can read it for you. <laughs>
0: So I, I just have to learn how to read. So anyway, oh, um, audible. Yeah. Offering the listeners of this podcast, a free audiobook choice of their choice and a uh, free 30 day trial membership. So all they have to do is go to audible trial.com slash SBF uh, Choose from one of these 180,000 audio programs, download the title or stream it uh, in the app and start listening. It's fun and easy and good to do. It's so good to Let's- do. So I'm basically right now I'm reading the Slow Regard of Silent Things um on that's a, that's that the Patrick uh, Rothfuss joint That's that Patrick Rothfuss joint. That's a part it's kind of sort of part of the uh, Kingkiller Chronicles uh, that he started with Name of the Wind and uh uh what what was the other one? Uh, the anyway. Wise Man's Fear. <laughs> wise Man's Fear. Yeah, so this is like a side story. Um, i it so now far. It's not it's a
2: podcast. I don't know if you if you know that
0: yeah <laughs> this one's kind of cool because uh patrick rothfuss actually reads the audiobook so that's kind of cool does. That's to hear it cool. in, in his own voice um but yeah so pretty pretty cool stuff um i would also i'm going to be using audible uh because i have to read some books for work and they're probably going to be super boring so i figure <laughs> i'll just listen to them on my way to work that way i don't have to read them when i'm trying to have fun yeah. and play video games and the dude he
2: yeah. reads it maybe he'll just jazz them up for you
0: yeah. Maybe you can throw in some extra jokes or yeah, something. Yeah, we're next once in a while. doesn't belong there.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just to add some intensity.
1: Yeah, perfect.
0: I like yeah, it. Yeah. So if you want to get in on this Audible sweetness, you go to slash SBFVGS. Yes, that's slash SBFVGS. nice 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 all right so so my topic i think i mean this one might be short and sweet i feel like this is maybe it's totally me just totally personal and, and no one else can relate to this but i want i'm asking the question is it too soon for ps3/360 era nostalgia <laughs> because i feel like i totally have it <laughs> so yeah Uh, why do you guys think that is um and also why do you think nostalgia is so prevalent such a powerful force in gaming um in general
2: i mean i don't i don't feel like nostalgia is like unique specifically to gaming at all yeah i think it's like like tossing on a uh, an old game is like no different than tossing on like one of your favorite movies or you know one Mm -hmm. of your favorite albums like nostalgia is just something that that i think affects everybody um, yeah look at look at netflix
1: movies okay or net all of the netflix original stuff not all of it a lot of it so they brought back full house you know they brought yep. back arrested development um mm-hmm. they stranger things looks like it came right out of an 80s you know like it looks like it was made in the 80s it uh, has that stephen king 80s feel yeah for sure. yeah like nostalgia is building netflix's brand right now in front of our eyes like advertising always uses nostalgia. Like they use an old song or they mm. use an old actor that they recreate digitally, like with Audrey Hepburn selling chocolates, you know, like, lo- like 50 oh, years yeah. after, after she didn't look like that anymore, you know? And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's Ve- Fred Astaire selling hoovers. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's grand Moff Tarkin selling new action figures. Yeah.
1: Grand Moff Tarkin selling new <laughs> star Wars movies. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah nostalgia there's just something about it it's it's a very powerful force like i don't know if you guys have had this experience but like listening to a song uh that you listened to a lot when you were playing a certain game oh like, yeah it immediately sure. brings back memories of playing that game it brings back memories of like your favorite food that you ate back then, like the kind of Pete, like I, I think of CC's pizza a lot when I think of certain bands, you know, like, no. yeah. <laughs> um, cause we went there a lot when I was in college and yeah, especially that
0: first, that first metric album reminds me of going
1: there. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Oh my gosh. That's really, <laughs> that's amazing. Um, so yeah, uh, nostalgia. I don't know what it is. It's like this powerful force that, that sell that just, it just gets into our yeah in, it's get it gets its meaty hooks into us and it does and manipulates does, us into loving things you know i'm just i'm just curious because like i'm
0: i'm nostalgic for one generation back <laughs> well here, <laughs> usually usually it takes a little more well, time for your the think about fondness to kind little, of build up in yeah, your mind yeah that last year was at, real
1: long though i mean it's yeah, still I a, good looked a time launch go. date the launch date of the Xbox 360 was November 22nd, 20 uh, 2005, which is mm-hmm. over 10 years ago. It's 12 years yeah. ago. So, you can be nostalgic for something that was 12 years ago. Like I remember when I was 12, I was nostalgic for things, you know, like yeah. that, have, that I did when I was 6 or whatever. Okay. So, yeah. You know, I think uh, I don't think I don't think it's too short of a time at all. No. Like it would be weird to be nostalgic <laughs> for like you know, maybe the, the, the Last of Us, you know, because like right. that was like one of the last <laughs> games. Oh, I remember back in the day when we played <laughs> The Last of Us Remastered on PS4. <laughs> Man, I, I just miss playing Resident Evil 7 for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I guess here's a little more context. So, uh,
0: we're, we're three years into the PS4, Xbox One life cycle. We're probably about halfway through it, um, if not a little bit more than halfway through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I do think you're right. I think the length of that previous generation helps uh, contribute to nostalgia about those games and about playing the, you know, the, those consoles. Um, but I, I think also it has to do with kind of there was just a slew of monumental games yeah. on those consoles yeah so if you think sure. like just just a quick rattling off there's bioshock red dead uh mass effect series arkham series uh portal 2 fallout 3 uh skyrim the dark souls games not to mention the call of duty and battlefield explosions you know yeah the first um, uncharted so yeah yeah <laughs> i mean and so and the second Yeah, well, and and then you know a lot of people were playing. Those are all multi-platform games. So I mean, then you had a lot of people who were playing those primarily on 360 Mm -hmm. um, at the time. You know, and they and but. 360 also had a solid uh, stable of exclusives. So you had like the Gears games, the Halo games, Forza games, Fable, Crackdown, Alan Wake, uh, Left 4 Dead, Dead Rising, uh, Shadow Complex, Mark of the Ninja. Like, there's just a ridiculous number of f- fantastic games um, that came out on 360. That's all those games were on 360. So, and then you look at you know the shifting, the kind of the changing of the guard when. Uh, that really started around the microsoft reveal um that followed the sony press conference in 2013 uh i think it was like february 2013 the ps4 reveal happened everyone's like oh my gosh this thing looks great they're hitting it on all cylinders everything's doing great here um they're finally making all the right choices and then microsoft came out They let that message sit there in our hearts for two months. And then uh, Microsoft came out and gave us the TV conference, you know, TV, 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 watch TV, cable TV, 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 sports, sports, TV, TV. Um, And so that, that was the super cut version of that conference. But um, so, you know, right around that time, uh, I think kind of popular opinion started coming back around to sony as you know they had been the market leader following the playstation one era or playstation one and two uh era and then they had kind of lost uh, with some missteps uh, in the ps3 era um some some of that ground but i think you know as the changing of the guard came and, and sony kind of became top dog again um you know with the ps4 um I guess there it feels like Sony's strategy is changing a bit from the p s three and I think that's kind of what i'm missing them like a lot actually is you know if you think back to the p s three there were you know uh, exclusives really mattered a lot uh to on the p s three because you 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 realized that all the multi platform games were gonna run a little bit better on uh the three sixty and you know, sure you were going to still play them, but you know, you really kind of celebrated those those games that were tailor made for the PS3 that really shined on on that hardware. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like your uh, you know Heavy Rain, your Uncharted trilogy, Nino Kuni, um, you know Resistance trilogy, all these games, Metal Gear Solid Four, uh, the infamous games. So I mean, all, God of War three, um, The Last yeah. of Us. So I mean, there's like a ton of great exclusives on that console, and I feel like we're not really seeing that on ps4
1: um hmm. yeah exclusives Sony's in general are down unless they're like timed exclusives which are kind of fake yeah. fake exclusives yeah, and, you know
0: and and you had like I mean, sony at one point owned 12 first party studios that wow. were only making ps3 games and now they've shuttered a bunch of those that were maybe less profitable um And, you know, we've still gotten a a good number of quality exclusives on Xbox One and on PS4. But, you know, the list is definitely quite a bit shorter. And I know that's because we're in the early phase of the console. But I was just thinking about, okay, Uncharted 4 has come out from Naughty Dog. um, And then before the PS4 is done, we'll probably get The Last of Us 2. Um, Mm -hmm. And I, I, I would be shocked if we saw another game from Naughty Dog on PS4. You know, mm-hmm. huh. so if you, if you compare that to they released four games on the PS3, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, that's that's um, something weird that's going on in general with game design. Uh Every console yeah. generation requires a team like double the size of the previous generation. Almost like it's not yeah. like one to one double, but like for some reason, every every time a game leaps in quality, it also needs way more people to work on it so and and, you know part of that also comes with like more resource management uh, in real life and yeah you know which takes it makes it slows everything down you know yeah so and then plus at that point you're spending so much money on the game that it has to like go through all kinds of checks and balances to be good and there's more people involved in the financing so there's more people that have to sign off on it so like just any anyway it's it's a it's yeah. a whole thing like it's it's the reason of big business. Ho- <laughs> yeah it's Bunch the reason big hollywood movies take forever to make because yeah. it's a huge business and it requires hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people to work on them now and yeah. uh, you know just return on investment and all that stuff.
0: (laughs) No, definitely. I think you're, I think you're onto it there. I mean, as far as, okay, so there's the, there's the exclusives aspect, right? That, you know, the exclusives have definitely slowed to a trickle, Mm -hmm. uh, on the, on the new consoles. I, I would say for both there, even though Xbox one out of the gate had more quality exclusives, I think, um, but now PS4 has you know Bloodborne, Uncharted, Infamous Second Son, Ratchet and Clank, Resogun, Last Guardian, uh, Until Dawn, and newly released Neo. So I mean, there's there's a decent amount of really good uh, first party or or exclusive uh, to the platform kind of games on PS4. But I, I'm finding that there's a lot fewer of kind of the cool uh, niche but amazing games uh, that were on the PS3 um, 360. Like, I you mean, mean you like heavy that, rain sort of, I mean, so there was that. And, and we're going to get another, um, like Detroit, uh, become human is coming pretty soon. Hopefully this year, maybe next year, um, you know, from Quantic dream. Mm-hmm. So that, that's really cool. But I'm, I'm more talking about like some of the smaller X dev games, uh, that, that game companies, uh, you know, studio Japan who, you know, releasing games like journey and puppeteer, um, that were, you know, maybe not. I mean, if, if you think about, okay, flower, not a huge commercial success. I think it did, I think it did great for the budget and everything, but it wasn't, it's not going to sell like 10 million units or anything, but it's mm-hmm. still like, Oh, I see. yeah, Sony was definitely investing in those kind of cool, small experiences. Yeah. Um, and I think that focus, I mean, I think they're still doing it to some, to some extent, but XDev is not anywhere near what it used to be. Um, and then you have... Kind of just an over, a glut of games on the the PlayStation Store, the Xbox One Store. There's there's a million games at all times, and it's hard to kind of. I, I guess they don't have that curated feeling anymore, where they're like shining the spotlight on these really really cool small experiences that are artistic and kind of what made the PlayStation Three special. I thought, um, hmm. you know, you had you had all these big bombastic games that were going to sell really well on 360 and then you had some of that stuff on the ps3 but then you also had like the arty kind of games and i really i really uh loved a lot of those so Mm -hmm. i don't know and then i guess something else that made the the last generation so special is the um the indie explosion that happened on consoles that was kind of already going on on PC, but like with the, you know, Xbox, uh, live arcade, you know, kind of blowing up with Braid and Limbo and Castle Crashers, Super Meat Boy, uh, Bastion, Fez, like all these games that eventually, uh, I think most of those came to PS3, PS4, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. There, there was something kind of new and exciting about that too. Um, yeah. at the time. So, so- I guess, that's kind of my feeling on why the last generation was so amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, of course everything mean, we still have indie games, there's still a ton of new indie games coming out. Uh, there's small games, but I guess they're just harder to find now they're mm-hmm. exclusives, but there are fewer of them. So I guess that's kind of the summary of why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling about the last <laughs> yeah, generation. It, of to and gears on me here. It, it
2: went away from, from more, uh, just being nostalgic specifically about about uh, a generation ago and, and more about yeah. what, what made that generation so special. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it was pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. And, yeah, uh, I mean, if you... Oh, go ahead. I, I
0: mean, I'll let you guys talk. I've been blathering for a while, but... I was going to say something, but... Uh,
1: yeah. Oh, I've been trying to say something, but I can't. <laughs> well, so. I mean, that's just by design. <laughs> Screw you guys. <laughs> no, uh, so... I had, a, I had an interesting question. Um, if you had to guess right now that we're in the middle of this console generation, what do you suspect will be the thing that you're nostalgic about, you know, 10, 15 years from now, about this generation? Oh, I have wow. my answer for this already. So I can start if you'd like. But... <clears throat> oh, wow. I will start. Hmm. I okay, you go I suspect... For it. <laughs> Even though it's brand new and it's not even fully fr- fleshed out yet, I suspect that the thing I'll be nostalgic about in this generation is the excitement and how new VR is. Sure, um, yeah. I thi- I, so I read an article today, Gabe Newell, um, founder and lead guy at Valve. Uh, he believes the future of video games is VR. The, Val- Valve is making three full VR games right mm-hmm. now. Um, not like experiments, not like the Batman Arkham VR missions or any of those things. It's like three full games are in development uh, at Valve right now. And yeah. um, uh, you know, so, so Valve is clearly betting that this is the next big thing. And I think there's a couple other studios like that. Sony clearly thinks it's a big thing because they are the first console manufacturer to have their own VR headset. Um, mm-hmm. And just so playing through resident evil in vr is one of it's it's just one of the most exhilarating things like just i don't know be like putting on this headset and then being and then walking through a sunny forest all of a sudden you know mm-hmm. like or or a creepy house or whatever you know like or you know being in the future and being a robot pretending that he's a you know an office worker you know, with your silly, like throwing things around and messing with stuff. VR is like this brand new thing. And I, I feel like 10, 15 years from now, I'm going to be like, man, remember when that was like brand new? Yeah, no, I, I, I
0: get that. I think there are going to be special things about this generation that stand apart and that make you nostalgic later. Mm-hmm. Um, I think right now I, I kind of think about this generation and think, Yeah, it's really good. I mean, the games are gorgeous. You know, there's a lot of great games to play. Um, but it's different it feels different than last generation for some reason and, Less and exciting. I, I don't know if, yeah i mean yeah i guess i guess last generation i just felt a little bit more like in tune with you know this this artsy oh. uh, indie um, exclusive monumental you know groundbreaking and and iconic kind of environment that was going on all around me. And then in this generation, I'm a little more like, Oh, it's more of that. It's more the same, but maybe not as good, <laughs> but maybe prettier. No, but so maybe yeah, exactly. that's along
1: the same lines. It's not new anymore. It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah I get it.
2: And I don't know if, if this has much to do with it. Um, out, out today, which, well, is going to be about a week old by the time this episode comes out. Um, there's a, a very good, uh, episode of Colin was right on uh, on, Kind of Funny. And and specifically one of the things he talks about is the mobile gaming kind of race to the bottom mentality and mm-hmm. how much that has bled into uh, PC and console gaming. Um, race to the bottom in the price? Is yeah. that well, what that means? Okay. And, and quality. Um, oh, but, but they're not
1: trying to race to the bottom in quality, but they were <laughs> trying to in price, right?
2: <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think... <laughs> I think one leads. To I think the one other. leads to the other. I don't. I don't think <laughs> okay. you can. You can. You know, start off in an environment where you sell your games for, uh, you know, ten bucks and then five dollars and then a dollar and then free with either microtransactions <laughs> or, uh, just by ad revenue, um, uh, mm-hmm. in a, in a market with with hundreds of thousands of throwaway games that you're just like in the sea of. Um, so even if you've made something like of decent quality, no one's ever going to see it because over mm-hmm. oversaturation, nobody cares about quality control, um, and and he kind of talks about how that's really bled in into now, where like, just like what you're talking about, Adam. Like before, there used to be you know a post on on uh, the PlayStation blog every week or uh, articles on sites where it was like, here's all like here's all the games that are coming out this week, and and here's maybe a spotlight on some cool, unique ones. There's some artistic ones, some mm-hmm. things that aren't you know Call of Duty or whatever um yeah here's here's the unfinished swan yeah, you know just, go go just try like this, this out it's a super experiment. cool experience whereas now mm-hmm. on, a yeah. lot of consoles are, are 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 you know not necessarily completely stepping away from that but they're definitely opening the door like well all these games that were mobile can now be on your console too because they're also they're also on pc so here's a slew of free to play games you can put on your console that are just chock full of microtransactions and <laughs> uh now the stores are exploding with all of these games and it and it it looks bigger and and better because there's all these games, supposedly, right? Um, yeah. But the quality is is not, you're losing all quality control, right? Now you have to start sorting through all these garbage games that nobody really cares about uh, to try yeah. to find these gems. And these gems aren't being highlighted by, uh, by Sony or Microsoft in the way they were because it's just about getting the volume in.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I feel like there is I don't know, maybe someone can recommend one, but I I would love a good insider uh podcast that has some indie game spotlight that is really worthwhile cuz like I I really miss that, uh Nick Sutner when he left Sony. Um and the the PlayStation broadcast, you know, of course continues on without him, but he was always the guy championing these really special indie games mm-hmm. and now now it's kind of tough to know. I mean, yeah, the I feel like you're only hearing about the biggest of the big. Right. You know, it's almost like if you only go and watch the movie trailers in the, in the, in the theater and then go watch those movies, you're going to see more trailers for those kinds of movies mm-hmm. and, uh, and then more trailers for those kinds of movies when you go watch those movies. And <laughs> But if you do that, you're going to, you're going to end up in this life where you never know what's going on in the cool uh, artistic maybe less well known less funded type uh scene in in film and i I feel like there's there's that same thing going on in games, but there's such a glut it's it's really difficult to to find those cool experiences anymore
1: yeah yeah i I agree <laughs> <laughs> Question I don't mark? To add to that
2: <laughs> i agree (laughs) yeah so i i I think you're right i think i think part of the nostalgia feeling is not just because of the great games there were so many great games that were coming out on on both systems and there was this this focus on exclusives especially like uh first uh and second party exclusives on those on those consoles that really made the games of the time stand out um Mm -hmm. whereas now um sony has found tremendous success on focusing on third parties um, yeah, and that's great. I mean, having a successful console is is incredibly good for the ecosystem. Um, we get we get more games down the line this way. Um, but it's just like you said. Um, whereas on the PS3, Sony was really hammering away with these exclusives because they were trying to catch up to the 360 juggernaut. Um, yeah, they had to differentiate themselves right. in, they had in to a meaningful a, way. So. Give you a reason why why you need to jump into the PlayStation ecosystem, which is why a lot of folks um that you know maybe you know didn't didn't get a playstation 3 for you know three four or five years until after it released we're walking into this like entire oh, this incredible library of, of exclusive games whereas is it mm-hmm. right now it's like yeah there's a lot of great exclusives on on the on the ps4 well i say a lot quotation marks there's there's great exclusives on on the ps4 but i, I just feel like not nearly as many and they're not All is varied, right? You're going to have a lot of games that are, they're just trying to hit that triple A, um, you know, linear action uh, feel. And I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing, um, but it's it's different for sure.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess, uh, you know, we'll see as, as some more different types of games are coming out this year. Just a couple that we named Nino Cooney, too. Um, Persona 5 is uh, supposed to be coming out this year. Yeah. So, I mean, we're definitely getting there to where they're, they're going to be, I feel like, some really special games this generation, but I, I'm just getting impatient for them, I
2: think. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's fair. Well, that's <laughs> so, the problem with our consumer culture. We just want everything right now. Adam. <laughs> everything right now, I know. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we we could wrap it up. Yeah. yeah we could. And and uh so are, are we moving on to uh the last end of the show plugs for men and women alike. All right, all right. Uh, I would like to start with one, if you don't mind, if mm-hmm. you if you would yeah, humor me. Uh, I will. I just <laughs> thank you. I just created a Discord server um mm. for our and now if you guys don't know what discord is it's a, it's like a it's basically a glorified chat room where you can like connect to other people uh a, around a, a specific topic and uh in this case the topic is SBFEGS. Uh so Ooh. if you just want to meet other people in the SBFEGS community
0: topics.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's about us. I mean, but uh <laughs> no, but for real it, it's I've met so many cool people through SBFEGS already. And yeah. I want to meet more. I want to meet all of you guys. So I personally am in the SBFVGS VGS discord channel all the time. And, uh, you know, Mike will show up from time to time. I think maybe he made an account. So I'm sure. Yeah, I he need to, I need to actually
0: create an account and figure out how to discord.
1: Yes. Uh, you know, it, it, there's a little bit of a learning curve if you've never used something like Slack, you know, at work. Um, or if you've never used the chat room, if you're like really young or whatever, but, uh, I, there, there's a really handy dandy link that will get you started that I actually just created while we were podcasting. Uh, the link is bit.ly slash discord and discord is D I S C O R D. Uh, so there that's, you go. that's bit.ly slash S B F V G S discord. You go to that link, it'll help you create a new discord account and connect you to our, uh, our chat room. And the cool thing is you can either use it on a website or Um, like there's like you go it'll it'll take you directly to the website for our discord or you can install an app on on a computer mac or pc or you can install an app on your device um just make sure you go in there and like turn off notifications because otherwise every time someone sends a chat message your phone will start blowing up and that happened to mike earlier today and he didn't like it very much (laughs) so
2: (laughs) i was trying to get business done
1: yeah, it was business time for Mike. Um, yeah. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so check it out. I'll I hang out in there most of the day, most days because my job. I'm sitting in front of a computer and I can just you know alt tab over to see what people have said and alt tab back. So um, feel free to come say hi. You know it's it's fun. Um, and I have I have some ideas. For, for things in the future like you know maybe maybe if we ever start a patreon or something which is something we haven't really fleshed out yet but if we ever do maybe we could have like a patreon exclusive voice chat night or something because you could also do voice chat in discord um in like separate channels so oh, very cool yeah so anyway just uh just a couple just a cool cool new thing to try out let's give it a shot what the heck cool you know? new thing hang yeah. out Party hang out time. what the heck
0: excellent i love hanging yeah. out yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, in addition to hanging out, partying with us on the Discord, you can keep up with uh, our show. Um, you know, links to our videos, uh, you know, merchandise, all that good stuff at sbfegs.com. dot uh, com. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, that is. Basically, you know, search for Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover <laughs> on YouTube, or you can go to bit.ly sbfvgsyt. Yes. Um, our shirts and other merchandise are at cafepress.com sbfvgs. And uh, also, I believe the Pizza Always Wins uh, t-shirt is still on Amazon exclusively. Um, and then, yeah, keep sending in news stories on the reddit.com r sbfvgs. That would be... Much appreciated. It's a good time. Yeah. And we get to talk about the news that you guys care about. So, yeah, good time There you know. go. Um, if you get a minute, leave us an iTunes review. We'd be very grateful for that. Uh, you can also support the show, of course, by signing up for a free audiobook on audibletrial.com slash um, very special thanks to Eric Kruger for our podcast logo and for his handsome face, mm-hmm. 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 which he, mm-hmm. cause he had a lot to do with that handsome face becoming so handsome. I oh, don't know if true. you guys knew that. And, yeah. and
1: on yeah. our discord channel, he, uh, he actually has a special category just for himself, uh, called handsomely faced. <laughs> <laughs> handsomely
0: faced. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That's fantastic. <laughs> so I just joined the discord yeah! room myself. Oh, yes, that's so I'm awesome. In. I am in yeah oh I have to I have to do something else I think I have to verify my account anyway (laughs) I'll do that not on the podcast all right yeah that's (laughs) a great good idea (laughs) you can find us at facebook.com slash sbfvgs and you can follow us on twitter and instagram at sbfvgs podcast now I don't really know that we've been doing much instagramming but we definitely tweet a whole lot that's probably the best way to keep in touch with us uh you know on a on the regular i'll say uh, individually we're on twitter um i am barry white that's b-u-r-y-w-i-t-e uh, mike is taco douglas david is david j tate hey, that's me um, you can also friend us on psn under those same names uh also i'm on xbox live with barry white um and then mike is taco underscore douglas on psn um yeah, make sure you join the old Super Best Friends video game sleepover PS4 community. We play some games there. We're always playing the Overwatch, of course, um, and, you know, various other games. I've been playing a lot of Xbox lately, so uh, but not a lot of multiplayer on there. So, mm. you can probably see that I'm playing Headlander or something on Xbox. Um, but, Yeah. I think uh, that about wraps things up. That's all the time we have for Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover episode 63. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back every two weeks with more PS3 exclusive talk on gaming. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Hit us up on Twitter or Facebook with your questions, topics or musings if you want to be part of the show. Goodbye, everybody.
2: Hey, goodbye. See you guys. Yay!
1: You know, these flops. They're, flops aren't everything, you know? Flops. <laughs> <laughs>